Welcome to Forces in Fintech, brought to you by Repay, a leading fintech innovator and integrated payment solutions provider. I'm your host, Dara Dirks. In this season of the podcast, we invite industry experts to pull back the curtain on the ever-changing world of fintech and commerce. This week, we're joined by Wade Ekman, Senior Vice President of Repay, to find out how healthcare providers can benefit from real-time electronic payments. Running a hospital is no easy task, and given the enormous number of partners and vendors they have to work with, it's no wonder why. But for frontline health workers to deliver the highest standards of patient care, these relationships need to be carefully managed and financial obligations fulfilled on time. Because any inefficiencies in the back office can impact medical staff and those in their care. And for everything to run like clockwork, hospitals need frictionless, real-time payment solutions. And no one knows more about the benefits of instant electronic payments within the healthcare sector than Wade. I'm a finance professional. Um, I was a CFO in a prior life, then I was at KPMG, where I was a partner that ran the Southeast CFO advisory practice. And while there, I uh, saw the emergence of the use of virtual cards in the accounts payable space where organizations were trying to leverage cards to pay vendors that took cards to receive rebates and create some efficiencies. Yet it was really clunky and manual and a lot of uh, challenges, mainly that the large lending banks were issuing these programs to their clients. So I quickly became an entrepreneur and me and a couple other individuals wrote a business plan, raised money, quit my partnership at KPMG and took the role as CEO at CPS Payment Services back in 2012. We grew that business consistently throughout those years and fortune have it, John Morris and Repay acquired us November of 2020 and I've been here ever since. So my current role is a senior vice president within the B2B vertical and I focus my energy on working with all the, the sales professionals on new growth, new logos, and new partnerships. Great. Thank you. So next, I would love to hear thoughts on the healthcare B2B space, which I believe is estimated to be about $460 billion, just from where it's been, where we are today, also what makes the healthcare industry in particular ripe for digital transformation. From legacy CPS, we had a pretty strong focus on healthcare, and we've carried that now through to repay. And we were expanding and, I'd say, doubling down as it's one of our key industry verticals that we're focusing on. And the attractiveness is what you mentioned, the TAM. It's huge. There's 12,000-plus hospitals, depending on how you measure a hospital. They're large. They have a lot of spend. They buy a lot of goods, and they have a lot of vendors that do accept card. And a lot of these hospitals are technology-focused. You know, they're providing care to patients, so they're not IT forward thinking. They still cut a lot of manual checks. They are slow to move to adopting things like the total pay that we'll talk about here in a minute. So from the size of the clients, the size of the payables, where from the virtual card component of the the total pay that we offer, it generates significant rebate revenue for hospitals that are all struggling financially right now. And then there's through our total pay where we can really take over and automate all the disbursement of their payables. It's a big efficiency play for a lot of these 
hospitals that are printing and mailing paper checks today still. Great. Now on to repay and its offerings. You've touched on them a little bit, but if you could go through the assets that repay has for the healthcare space and why they're important for your target customer. You know, we actually have assets on accounts receivable and accounts payable side for healthcare for hospitals. I'm going to speak much more on the payable side because that's where I come from. But through the billing tree acquisition, there was a, a division in a group that had technology where they were selling their solutions that were integrating into the healthcare technologies to be the accounts receivable payment partner, where if you're going to pay your copay at a hospital or you log on to your hospital to pay your, your bill, whether that was an e-check or a card or uh, ACH, whatnot, they help facilitate those payments. So with the acquisition of them and what we do on the payable side, we can now go to a big set of healthcare clients and offer AP and AR. From the payable side, you hear us speak a lot about total pay. It's our core go-to-market solution. That is what we're we're bringing forward in the healthcare vertical as well. And the total pay is the solution that allows us to receive a single payment file from a hospital where we get all of their vendor payments, which is very unlike today, what that they're doing maybe with the bank. And we're doing real-time decisioning on how that vendor gets paid. So when the money's due, we're reaching out and verifying from the vendor Will you take a virtual card from XYZ Hospital? Oh, you will. Great. What's the process? We're going to facilitate it. If not, we have them do our supplier enablement to set them up on ACH direct deposit, more automated. And lastly, if they uh, do not want to take electronic payment, we still do the print and mail. But from the client's perspective, you use the words digital. It's still digital. It's just data. They send us their file. Payments get made. They get reconciled. Even though in the interim, we as the payment partner and provider are identifying, prioritizing the payment method, executing the payments, and helping to deal with some of the exceptions that happen in payables. How is the competitive environment in the healthcare space? Who do you run into when you're trying to get a new customer? It's largely, almost solely, the large lending banks and American Express. Those are the players 99% of the time we see. It's the banks that you see the commercials. And from a differentiator when you know think of American Express, they're card only. That's what they do. They're not offering a total pay that can do the all the ACH payments and do the check print and mail and to manage the payment types. And, and the lending banks also are very sort of segregated in the way they manage payments. So if it's a bank, you're having to do a virtual card only pr- program with them and have vendors set up and agree to take card and manage those in your accounting system as a virtual card payment. And then the vendors are flagged as ACH and have to go through an ACH campaign separately by the healthcare customer and they're flagged as ACH and they have to upload a NACHA file. And then they might receive a file with a third party print mail check. So they have a very clunky way of being able to facilitate all three payment types, but very inefficient. You would never call it digital and it's not optimized and they're not able to real time identify and update vendor payments to the optimal payment method for the client. So those are competitors. We could spend an hour on our differentiators and why we think we win in the marketplace, but that's a a pretty good high level who we see. And could you just touch on your typical customer, just the size and the type of customer that you target? Within healthcare, it's fairly broad, the opportunity for customers that we can serve. But from a hospital perspective, we talk about 
everything in sort of bed size. So if you think of a hospital, we're like, oh, they're a thousand bed hospital. And we know looking at a thousand bed hospital that they're about a billion dollars of revenue. Then their accounts payable spends about 350 million. And then our conversion to virtual card, which really creates a lot of value for them in the rebate and revenue for us is based on that virtual card. We know what that would be based on the hospital size. So we could size up opportunities for us and for them from a value perspective. But typically most of the hospitals that we are engaging with, you know, on the smaller side, 100 to 200 beds is small, up to the large mega systems that might have eight or 10 hospitals where they have three or 4,000 beds owned by a certain hospital group. We do go downstream and it could be a 25 bed acute care facility, or it could be an orthopedic surgeon group. So our solution adds value for all sizes, but our target market is sort of that mid to upper, you know, 100 to 200 beds to the really large systems, which we have several of. Great. And let's spend a few minutes on go-to-market. I know Repay has a direct sales force as well as partners. So could you just talk about how the team goes to market? What ERPs are key referral relationships do you have in this space? And how does that target to onboarding process work? There's two ways we go to market and most of our verticals and absolutely within the healthcare vertical, it's either direct with our internal salespeople doing outbound outreach or it's inbound leads that come in through many of our various partners. So I'll I'll start and talk about the type of referral partners we have. So within healthcare, we have really strong partnerships and relationships where we want very competitive RFPs to be an approved e-payment partner for some of the big group purchasing organizations. What a GPO is in healthcare, like a co-op. So the GPOs go to all the hospitals and get them to sign up as members, and they might have a thousand hospitals that buy into the GPO. And then when the GPO is helping negotiate gurneys from Hillrom, they're buying with the buying power of a thousand hospitals, so they get a better rate than if each individual hospital buys separately. So that's how GPOs support healthcare. We, as the approved e-payment partner, allows all those members of the GPO to buy e-payment services through a negotiated contract, and they get aggregate rebate tiers based on all the hospital members leveraging. So it gives us a right to hunt in a large group of hospitals. We also have partnerships, and we're brought in by healthcare consulting firms. Some of them are contracted partners through our partner relationship agreements. And some of them, they don't sign partnership agreements, but they they still bring us in and refer us just because they know the good work we do within the healthcare space. So I was just on with the hospital with Huron, which is one of the big healthcare consulting groups, but yet they're prohibited from signing partnership agreements in their advisory capacity, but they bring us in all the time because of the work we do. So that's a lot of the way to go to market through partners. We also just signed a really big partnership with a company called Spinman, and they are the largest AP accounts payable audit recovery firm in the country, and all their clients are healthcare. So they're the ones going in and helping accounts payable departments see where they might have double paid vendors and help recover those, those overpayments or discounts not taken. So we try to look for and have contracted with other organizations that are talking to the same stakeholders as ours, like the CFOs of hospitals, where we could be a value-added additional service to the service offering that they're bringing those those customers today. And then the onboarding process, 
I mean, how does that typically work and the time it takes to onboard a customer? The way we onboard, we like to tell clients, which is true, that we can have them live the week after they sign a contract with just a handful of eight or 10 hours of work. We have two methods that we onboard a client after the contract sign. We have a file upload utility where the the accounts payable team at the client could format a payment file that they can click a button and just upload almost as easy as attaching a document outlook. The second method and the, the more sophisticated and seamless method is through secure file transfer, SFTP, where the client will have a file generated from their accounting system when they need to create a payment batch of payments they need us to execute for them. Then they'll have an SFTP server and tool that will gather that file, put it on their SFTP server that's communicating with our SFTP server. And when our server sees there's a new file, it'll automatically ingest it, populate it in our system. So it's truly seamless from their accounting system, their ERP and our technology. So eight to 10 hours typically can go live within the week as long as they'll dedicate a few hours of time to get it done. I know having a large supplier network is helpful from a sales standpoint. Could you just go into that dynamic a little more? It's really important. You know, when we're talking to clients and they're trying to get comfortable with the amount of value we're going to bring with our total pay and they want to understand that we know the vendors and their verticals. So having so many hospitals as clients, we know the suppliers. So we could get an accounts payable file from a hospital and identify all the vendors of theirs that were already paying today through card. And that's the one they're mainly worried about just to do sort of a rebate estimate thought. And that network's always building. It's growing weekly and monthly as we get new healthcare clients. But it's, I think, the largest network out there within the healthcare vertical. Any vendor that takes card, we have flagged. We know the payment method, the process to get them paid. If it's you know an email remittance or if it's a web portal or if it's phone portal, So it gives our clients a way to hit the ground running and maximize and optimize value when you've got a large supplier network already within a vertical. So there's a lot of value to that for our clients. And it's, as I said, it's growing rapidly week over week over week, year over year. Do you see much churn in your client base? How sticky is this product to them? And if there is any churn, what would drive that? If I look back over sort of the 10-year CPS through my time at Repay in the healthcare vertical, very high retention. After the service and the technology is integrated and the value is being provided and realized by a healthcare client, it's rare that we have churn. And we have, though. I mean, you know, if we look back, I think our retention rate's 98 plus percent, you know, over a long period of time. Occasionally, you'll have... A CFO of a hospital that retires or leaves and a new one comes in and if they had a really strong relationship with just say their lending bank, occasionally the few times we have lost a client, it was more for that relationship and they brought that relationship in, even though I'm fully confident they were putting in a program that wasn't going to create the same value, but that's business and that happens, but it's a really, really, really high customer retention rate. Thanks. And I know we only have a few minutes left, but if you could just provide a few thoughts on the future of B2B payments, specifically in the healthcare sector, how do you see the industry evolving and where do you think it will go from here? 
healthcare would probably align with some of the evolution and where the future is going for all of payments because AP is AP in, in a large part, a lot of the value can be seen across verticals. But in general, one of the things that I do think we'll see more of that we're looking to expand is just more payment modalities, more types of payments. So right now we're paying vendors by check, by card, by ACH, and in some verticals, enhanced ACH, expanding enhanced ACH, meaning some vendors you might be able to make a payment with an ACH, but because of the value, the way you settle, the information you, you share throughout that process, you could charge a small fee to the supplier to take the payment. That creates revenue rebate for the end customer. Expanding our enhanced ACH into healthcare is something we're looking at. And um, it's things like same-day ACH come. It'll just take a day out of the process when we do our ACH payments, which isn't huge. I mean, vendors are already on 45-day payment terms. And we're always on the lookout as there's new payment methods, there's new methods to, to pass data when we can really look at AP and AR together potentially within certain clients and take friction out and have straight through payment processing. Those are things that we're looking to evolve over time and, and keep an eye on. Being able to integrate new payment solutions will be critical for hospitals as new AP and AR methods continue to emerge because high quality patient care depends on efficient back office processes. But to keep up with the latest solutions, healthcare institutions need a partner that can handle the onboarding of new technologies for them. And with integrations complete in as little as a few days from signing the contract, the process isn't as lengthy or costly as many might believe, meaning there's never been a better or easier time to adopt new payment solutions than now. That's it for this episode of Forces in Fintech. If you liked what you heard, please spread the word on social media and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you streamed our show. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you next time as we explore the new and exciting powers across the payscape.